I'll tell a tale, tell, tell, tell. Yeah. Well, welcome again to our daily podcast. Pastor Tim Carson here, Christian Service Report. We're so glad you joined us. We're releasing a vision that our friend Chuck Pierce had, but we're bringing what the Lord added to it for us about how angels have come to audit us and how we must go out with a new sound. They will continue that revelation. Sometimes saying no, spin the dreidel. Just want to celebrate for all eight nights. Singing no, light the candles. We say I'll have you oh yeah, for all eight nights. Then we play jail by the candlelight. And I told you once, now I told you twice. Got the miracle. Their rivals thought, are they for real, 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 real? Those Maccabees, they never yield, 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 yield. They charged ahead with sword and shield, 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 shield. Charged ahead, I like that. That we are in a battle that we must advance. I'm so excited about that. Well, welcome. It's Tuesday. It's the 28th day of November 2023, doing our daily podcast. So glad you're with us. We started yesterday sharing a vision that our friend Chuck Pierce had. I was at a conference uh, where he spoke, the Josiah Company Conference, where he shared this vision where he saw four huge angels, archangels, come and and begin to share about how they're going to audit states and places. And then he saw other angels coming uh, to surround and protect in this season. You know, this battle that we just talked about here, um, they heard about in the song about the Maccabees, we went in with a charge. You know, the Lord is our rear guard. That's the best part about that. And I think about the armor of the Lord. There's no nothing on the back. You know, there's nothing that the Lord tells us there when we put on the full armor that has our back. Well, guess what? We don't need to because he is our rear guard. <laughs> he backs us up. It's like the Romans, the way they would fight. They'd fight in twos so that one would be, they'd be back to back as they fight. and that's what the Lord does for us. As we battle, he battles anything that comes from our backside. And remember that he's our rear guard. He's that fire that's set about us in this great battle that we're in right now. And we are in a great battle. Well, I I don't want to go everything over everything I said yesterday, but in this vision, our friend Chuck Pierce, who we, we really love Chuck and and Susan and I are really connected to him. We align with him as an oversight for us. But as he saw this, he saw this, these angels coming to audit to see who's in covenant. And I think that's the thing. Who's in covenant? Covenant is partnership. It's an agreement with. And walking in covenant means you're walking in everything that God wrote about you for you. The Abrahamic covenant, right? We're joint heirs with Abraham through Christ Jesus. And so the auditing is, are you walking in that covenant? I think Israel right now is a litmus test. Where are you standing on that issue? And, and accordingly, God can audit you and see if you're standing properly. And if you are, you're measured for reward. You're measured for honor, and, you, and the sheep anointing comes upon you. We want to be in the sheep pen. We don't want to be in the goat pen right now. And God is dividing his house right now and finding out who is on which side. Now, I believe this, that, that those that are being called out, as we call it, I believe they can come right back and, and, and transform themselves. 
by coming to agreement. I'm praying for encounters. I've seen that from my friends sometimes. I've shared the truth with them about this truth, about where God wants to stand in this covenant. And I've seen them change their hearts and change their minds. I was there once. I didn't understand this. And then God changed my heart. And a lot of times it's just the way you were taught, the way you were trained. But in this battle that we're going through right now, so we're being audited. God's measuring our hearts, finding out what needs to be removed, what needs to be in there, the severity of God, the kindness of God. You know, he is always a good God, but he's not always a nice God. I think there's a difference between being nice and being kind. A nice person will put up with sin. A nice person will put up with your inadequacies, and I think you can be nice that way. But the fact is, he's kind, but he's also severe. There's no wiggle room there with God. So don't make God your nice God. He's a good God. And he's going to do whatever it takes to bring you back into alignment, me back into alignment. So as we go through this battle and this auditing, and we talked about the Josiah yesterday, we said that that every generation must have leaders that are willing to war and model deliverance for the future. But then Chuck also released to us about the power of Judah must go first. He always says that, and I agree with that. Judah, the worship must go forth. God has an order for victory, and, and Judah was an apostolic leader in the Scriptures in the Old Testament. And he, you know what made him apostolic? was the fact that he demonstrated repentance and integrity. Judah, remember when he got caught, he had gone in with the, the, the woman, and, and she finally called him out on it, Tamar, who later became part of the lineage because she had a child. But he was the first person in Scripture that repented and made it right. And it's interesting because Judah is, is, you know, where we get the word Jew or Jewish from, Judah. And the fact is that it was key to be a leader. You have to walk in repentance and integrity. And so Judah plows and praises is what he does. And praise has to take preeminence in what we're doing right now. We, we're doing a whole teaching now at our ministry about thanksgiving and praise. We enter his courts with thanksgiving, his courts with praise, right? Well, I can't get to the courts without thanksgiving, but I can't get to the house of God without praise. And if we're going to raise up a, a, a house for the Lord, if we're going to raise up a tabernacle, a David's tabernacle restoration, I must go in with the protocol. But in this, as the Judah goes forth, and how does it go forth? With repentance and integrity. As we go in, it's the preeminent thing that we must do. And Judah knew how to use sound to extend his hand and to throw a stone at our enemy, right? So this is the whole thing about David. You know, David, when he took out Goliath with that stone, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't the first time he's done that. And this is where we worship and our worship and our warfare and our worship is our warfare, is that we are training ourselves. I was reading in the, I think it was in Samuel, when it talks about, or Kings, I can't remember which one, where these left-handed guys who threw stones, and it said they could sling a stone and it would hit a hair. <laughs> you just think about a hair that would be, you know, 50 meters or, or 100 feet away, whatever, and you throw the stone and hit it. Well, guess what? In this place, God wants us to release a sound that throws the stone and that the lion of the tribe of Judah, or the lion of Judah will roar in this year. 
and in this warfare that we're in right now. And I want you to be that. So how do you become a leader? You're a worshiper. You demonstrate repentance and integrity. You plow and you praise. And you let your praise put on praise each day. And when you go to that place, when you praise and you enter those courts, then what happens? Then we go in and we worship. See, I can't worship the king unless I get into the courts. And the courts is through thanksgiving and praise. And when I'm there, then I worship. It's different. It's, it's a totally different issue. I'm going to teach on that in, in, on Sundays pretty soon as the Lord gives me opportunity. But as we go forth in this hour, as you're gonna, I'm going to prophesy to you that you're going to be a leader in this battle. And God's measuring you to make sure your heart's right for that. But each leader needs to make sure that they can speak the future into existence. So why? Why do we want to do that? So that we'll leave a legacy for those that are fallen to wear into the future. So this is where an apostolic anointing comes. Not that you're an apostle, but it's an apostolic anointing. And I've always said this. Truly apostolic, you're thinking of the future. You're not thinking just for yourself. So as we prophesy, as we prophesy that we're going to win this war, I'm prophesying to the future, and I'm speaking what I, I see, and then what will happen is the next generation will wear that. So when we prophesy, the Lord will do this in the future, guess what? That's what the next generation will wear. They'll wear that mantle of the prophecy from the past generation. And what we're seeing now is, is we, we, were, we were a manifestation of that there would be a company of prophetic people. You understand the 40s and 50s and, and even prior to that, especially prior to 1906. A prophet was rare. It's like in the Old Testament. It was rare that the word of the Lord was being spoken that way. But in the midst of this, there was a prophecy coming that, that not just from Joel, where it talks about Joel chapter 2 and, and Acts, about the old man and young man. But I'm telling you, there was a prophecy that after the Pentecost that we'd have a whole generation that we'd prophesy. And there's another prophecy out there that it won't be one person who will see the next revival. In other words, one great leader, a Billy Graham or something, or, or some great prophetic person. Everybody rallies around there, William Brandon, whatever. It's going to be a company of faceless, nameless people that are going to begin to do miracles, signs and wonders in the earth and to war for the next season. So guess what? We're wearing that prophecy right now. That was somebody who prophesied in the past, and we're wearing it now. So we all, all of us believe we can prophesy. We teach it. We train hundreds and hundreds of people. Their ministries have trained thousands of them to prophesy. So that, that word's coming to pass. Because why? A leader spoke the future in existence and left the legacy for us to wear. So guess what? We're wearing it. What about the next generation? What are we prophesying? And I'm prophesying war and warriors. I'm prophesying to these babies that are coming. I've, I've been prophesying for years. And what we're seeing is these little kids that are coming up now. They're becoming younger now. I mean, uh, getting a little bit older now. And they're warriors. I mean, they're wearing that mantle. So we must do that. So this is a new type of leader that has to arise. Um, and God is doing that. This has to be an uncompromising group of people who follow the word of God. Um, and they, they begin to walk in their tribal anointing. And, and I realize Paul said to be all things to all men that we might win some. But there's 
also this, this DNA that you have, your redemptive gift, the group that God has called you to walk with and walk in that. Rick Joyner always teaches about uh, on the wall that when they rebuilt the wall in Nehemiah's time, that each family had a section and each family was different. They built the wall is to protect everybody, but they had their portion in the wall. Keep your portion. We have to take the land. We have to see this shift. And the presence of God brings changes. And as we bring this new, this new order, God is going to give new strategies. We're going to fight like we've never fought before. And that's where we've learned from the past of how to fight. But we have to fight in a different way. You know, you, it's, it's the way of looking at the way battles used to be, like our Revolutionary War or, or the, the, the Middle Ages, the 1600s, 1700s. You know, you'd have two armies, one on each side, and they'd just walk toward each other in a line and shoot each other. And then all of a sudden, they came to the America. It wasn't America at that time, this new land. And these Native Americans, these, uh, what they were called Indians, they're not, they're from India, but they, they Native Americans would you know, sneak out and, and attack in different ways. Guerrilla warfare, we call it. And that was a new way of looking at fighting. Well, that's the way we have to do it this way when we fight the king for the kingdom. Now, as we close this out, I want you to get this. We have, we have been together walking in this season, and we're gaining our footing, and we've fought the fight, and we're going to face off against a new enemy and more enemies in the days ahead. But we have to face them off with a knowing and a knowledge that we're going to win. Now, the angel that's coming to audit us right now, it's very important because we need to know areas of weakness in our heart. Because when you go into battle, the enemy is going to target not your strengths, but your weaknesses. And that's why the audit is, is very critical. Search my heart. Ask God to reveal any area of your life that needs to be touched so that you're ready for the coming battles. You're already in some of them, but you're going to see even more in the days ahead. God has called you to be this Josiah company, to be the Judah, to be the one that is wearing the mantle in order to walk into war and become victorious. I'm believing that we are going to be victorious. I have to. I'm not in a fight to lose. I'm in a fight to win because I serve a God that has already won the fight. And I just need to enter the revelation of what he died for, for victory, for healing, for deliverance, for breakthrough in my nation, breakthrough in my city, breakthrough in every area of my life. Let me pray for you today that you be willing to embrace this season of auditing. Father, uh, as you've given our brother Chuck Pierce this word, we agree with it. We decree it. But Lord, we also thank you for the added revelation you've given us we've shared here today. I thank you for this, this audience that's listening, that they're the warriors, they're, they're, they're the leaders, God. They're going to prophesy something for the next generation to wear in their season. But Lord, let us wear what we are wearing that was given by the past generation and fulfill our mandate to take territory for the what kingdom of God and see it advanced in this hour. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. All right, God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Well, again, thank you for being with us each and every day. We're releasing the prophetic mandates we have been given by the Lord, also prophetic insights for the days ahead. 
We do many things on our website as well as our app, and we do live streams where we do prophetic flexes, and we do cleansing fire nights where we bring deliverance and healing. We do these online, and you can register for them on our app. So go to Christian Center Shreveport on your app store and download it and follow us there. You can also give there. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow.